0: Where do you go to find authenticity and truth? Nobody wants to talk about the skeletons in their closet, the nitty gritty, or the failures, all of which I believe are the most important parts of anybody's story of success. This is a place where we say what nobody else is saying. Truth with Tara, welcome to The Fold. What's up everybody and welcome to Truth with Tara. It is a very special podcast episode today because I have the one and only OG.
1: There's actually two of us. What? Yeah, I didn't tell you that. I graduated from college with another Tim Schmoyer. Sorry not to interrupt, but yeah. You just totally <laughs> messed up my- we, we were both dating girls named Rachel at the same time. We had our scholarships mixed up. We, got, we were in the same program, so our grades were mixed up all the time. Uh, our professors always got us confused. Sorry, anyway. Well, you're the so only the Tim Schmoyer only. Like, oh, on I YouTube, anyway. He, yes. This other
0: guy is not on YouTube, right? This...
1: No, but he did give me his YouTube channel um, because he had the URL YouTube.com slash Tim Schmoyer. And, and so he had to actually, at the, in those days, he had to give me his entire Google account. So he, like... Got a different email address, changed, you know, and told all those people to start emailing him there and and then he gave me his password. Like, here you go. You got my email, my Google, in order to have this. I'm like, oh my
0: gosh, thank you. Now you know the story of the double Tim Schmoyer. Yeah, the very so that's actually, this is perfect because this podcast is all about saying things like that nobody knows, like stories that nobody really tells. So thank you for starting us off on the right foot. You're welcome. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know Tim, if you live under a rock and you don't, um, you should. And Tim, under a rock. I stumbled upon pond because I was living under a YouTube rock. You guys know if you follow my channel that I was filming like seven videos a week for probably almost two years, literally ostriching it down in the ground grinding. And I looked up one day and saw the light of day. And as I started digging around, trying to educate myself on YouTube, um, I found Tim and I found his company video creators down the rabbit hole. And I reached out. I had A single call with Tim. And basically, my pain points were, look, I I want to grow my channel in a way that's different from other vocal coaching reactions. I feel like I, I'm in a very red ocean right now, the blood's in the water. There's all sorts of people as reactors now that I mean, should or shouldn't be as regardless, they're there. And they're, they're everywhere. And I need to kind of now move out. So what do I do to find a blue ocean that's different? And Tim didn't talk about that with me at all for like the first 15 20 minutes of our hour long it ended up being a much longer call actually because he's very generous with his time as you can see but um I was you know guys know I've been pretty sick uh the past six months and I was very flustered that day and Tim like did not care about getting into the conversation of business at all he saw me and and really we just talked about personal stuff for like I think so. 20 I minutes. Like for,
1: yeah. 15, 15, 20 minutes. I was like, I felt in that one hour session when we came in that it was like, Ooh, she looks, I don't remember what came to mind, but like there's, she's tired or rushed or something, you know? And so I was like, how are you no like really how are you you know you like did, di- you yeah. did do that yeah and you're like oh, you know i don't remember exactly what you said I'm, but yeah i was, was panting this,
0: like, apparently you're what panting apparently panting. Panting.
1: So that's, what I mean. that's not the, what you're really doing i was like that was like the the sentiment <laughs> yes, i was getting yes. was like something of, like ooh, she's just like okay let's just settle like how how are you actually doing? Yeah. And then, uh, cause our, for our company and for me personally, it's like, uh, we have a, a, a creed that's people first, you know? So, and yeah. people come first. So like, we'll talk about YouTube, but first, like, how are you? You know? So, yeah. and not like in a, Hey, how you doing? But like, and they're no, really like, no, really. how are you? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I could feel that from you. And I was so grateful for that from you. And so, you know, what you see is what you get with me, and 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 this is the same with Tim, and and I felt like you know, like like meets like, and I, I really felt like a kindred spirit with you as far as a servant leader heart posture, and that alone impressed me about you first, and then I I learned about what you do in depth and what you offer, and I know now by working with you guys that you a hundred percent under promise. And over deliver every time. And that's also something I strive for in my company. So I've really wanted to interview you because it's very hard to find servant leaders who do what they say they're going to do and are doing it with excellence and having big brands, like, like Tim's worked with like big brands, look them up. Like you go ahead and tell,
1: uh, I've done three strategy deals with, uh, uh, th- not, uh three strategy. I don't know what you call them. They weren't deals, but you know, things with Disney I've done strategy for uh, the Batman release for Warner Brothers that's crazy eBay Budweiser HBO um uh, YouTube themselves contracted me for a little bit I know, mean that like. a
0: lot yeah like so, I was just honored to be able to and and he selects you know you can, you kind of do this consultation to kind of vet people to see we if only they have, can we only have capacity
1: with, for so many people yeah. and uh, there's more demand than there are there's capacity and so uh, but we also do it so we do a session first before we take someone as a client because sometimes we find that people like I just want the whole thing just help and then we get into a one hour call first and I'm like you really only need like this that and the other thing yeah. right. Right. And so we don't want to take your money and have you go do this other thing. If, you know, you've actually got a, if all you, you can get everything you need one hour. so Wow.
0: That, and again, that just speaks to the, such a high level of integrity. So I kind of want to know, and I'm sure everybody else wants to know, how the heck did you start all this? Like what made you want to start? start YouTube? Yeah.
1: So, uh, I was in seminary actually down in Dallas and I was, um, Uh, dating this girl at the time and I wanted a way of introducing her to my family back across the country and in Philadelphia area where I, where I grew up. And I started a blog at that time because Facebook wasn't around yet. And I was using the blog for how we usually use Facebook today, which is what I ate for dinner and you know, okay. stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh and so I, I I found I found this website called YouTube and I'm like, oh, I could could I just put a video here? And so I did a little quick 30-second video. Um, March second, two thousand six is when oh I uploaded gosh. it. I called it Test Video. So, you know, I put a lot of creative energy into this totally. thing. You know? It was the very first original YouTube short, actually, probably. You know? Probably, yeah. Uh, and so I put it up there and I was like, okay, I can do this. So I started making videos then with that with that girl of us just going out on dates, going out to the park, going out to the movies, going, you know, whatever. And today we would probably know them as vlogs, but back then that wasn't a word. You know, we right. were just being awkward and public with a camera <laughs> that's really all we were doing <laughs> and and uh started putting them on and I would put the the videos out on the website so that my friends and family back home could kind of like see what I was up to you know see this girl and stuff so um so I started doing a lot, and then uh, this weird thing started happening where other people started watching these videos and I was like whoa wait a minute who are you <laughs> <laughs> Why are you watching my videos? Yeah, why do you care, right? Where did you, how did you find it? Like, right. where did you come from? Like, all these questions are like, what's going on? And it was mostly coming from a place of concern because back then in like MySpace days, you don't use your real name on the internet. You know, everything I was hearing traditional media was like, if you do, people hunt you down and kill you for some reason. Right, so right, right. I was like, ah, oh, you know what's going on? <laughs> and so I really started digging into like, uh, how is this working? But there's something I really loved about it, which was that... Uh, as a youth pastor at the time, like I really like seeing people's lives changed, and what was happening on YouTube, what I saw for people who were just watching my girlfriend and I mm-hmm. hang out, like I was like, oh, there's we're getting comments here of people who you seem like they're getting impacted, like they would never step foot into a church, but they would be curious enough to watch one on YouTube, wow. you know, and I'm like. Oh, so what is this? So, so we kept making videos and everything from our uh, engagement to our wedding and our honeymoon, first first house, first job, you know, all that. And around that, and around that time, we were reaching around a million people a month on YouTube, which was unheard of back then, right? So, wow. two things were happening. I was loving it because we were hearing stories of people like like, uh, saying like, Hey, I just got married two months ago. I don't know if we're going to make it. We're already struggling in our, in our, in our marriage and our relationship. But then I saw that video of you and your wife talking about how you're just learning to love each other better. I shared that video with my, with my husband. We talked about it. We just have hope again for our marriage. Just thank you. Wow. And I was like, that happened from that video. <laughs> like, wow. right? You know, and other yeah. people like, man, I just love watching my wife, Dana. Like it's lovely watching her because um I didn't grow up with a mom and I'm engaged and getting married in two months. And because I've been watching, I, I feel like I know how to be a good mom someday. <sighs> you know? And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like we weren't even trying to do any of this yeah. stuff, you know. People right. who literally did not commit suicide because of videos oh, that we made. And so I started being like, I can have some kind of impact inside of the church. But from what I was seeing, like there is way more opportunity here and not to do anything different other than just like, let's just live our lives. And apparently that's all we need to do or, you know, is just be us. And we not trying to like spread a message that was like impact was just like, let's right. just hang out. And, and so, uh, and so that's what we're doing. I loved it. And, um, if you want to know the, the real story inside the story, I what do. ended up the happening. Is, That's what we're after uh, here. I was starting to do uh and I don't tell this part very often. Ooh, but okay, good. I'm yeah. <laughs> but it's the truth. Um, so uh what started happening is I was like, Okay, I can I can scale life change here, I think, in bigger ways. Okay. And uh so I was working at the church, loved it. Um and around the same time, other people reaching out like, how are you doing this YouTube thing? How is it growing? How are you getting attention? How did they find it? I'm like, I don't know. But I'm trying to figure it out. Like, here's what I've learned so far. Right. And it was starting to be reproducible for other people. I'm like, "Oh, OK, cool. That's working. And Interesting. Uh, and then around that time, uh, I was working at this church and they fired me. And I did not really see it coming. Uh, I just have an annual review just like a few months before. It was like five out of five stars, no room for improvement, you know. And, wow. uh But, you know, we've been in the church at all. You know, politics are real. Yes. And things hit the fan for very simple, stupid reasons, you wow. know. Wow. And, uh, and so it was a church staff of about 14 and uh, me and uh, nine other people got oh canned uh, not all at once but you know one one a month and then I was number nine out of the ten so wow. uh, whether it was like people you know church world called away you know I'm like I'm yeah. not doing that like I was like I, my personality is like you're gonna tell the truth like this is what's happening this was going down and they and so I didn't quit I didn't go like get called to another place I'm like you're gonna have to fire me because that's actually what's happening here
0: <laughs> you know I love that and good so, for you uh,
1: and so I did I got fired and I at four weeks of severance which expired on christmas day my wife and i had two little kids and oh gosh, um, most people are opening presents and eating good food and hanging out with the family and we we're at christmas we we're like trying to figure out how we could stress stretch the grocery budget and make ends meet and uh um wow. f- thankfully we had two little kids which meant we were eligible for some government assistance programs Mm -hmm. and uh which we are very thankful for and uh but I still have this YouTube thing going I'm Mm -hmm. like okay Uh, that's all I had like all my degrees and backgrounds like theology and like what I can't do anything practical with that so so I had this little blog and I had this channel and so and I was helping people like learn how to grow on on YouTube at that time just for free just to kind of help people out you know because I was thinking I was like, if I can do this for a million people, what would happen to the world if I could help other people reach their million people? Like, yeah. who, And they could spread messages that I don't have and tell stories that I don't have. You know what? What could like then I could be like this ripple effect yes. that I could reach my million, but then help. Uh, and that's actually our our businesses uh, you know bhag is our big hairy audacious goal is <laughs> to no but okay, i bag HAG, yeah, BHAG. BHAG. Big, big hairy, hairy audacious goal. goal yeah so in a book <laughs> called good to great um, jim collins he's like what makes what's the difference of a channel of a business that's good versus great and one of the things he he discovered out of all this research is that the great businesses have a hag and it's just this big hairy audacious goal he called it wow and so ours was like can we could we through our clients, reach everyone in the world with a message that could potentially change their life. And there's about what seven, eight billion people in the world. Yeah, we're up to 18 billion now. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Views through our clients that we can Amazing. take credit yes, for. Yes, yes. And so I'm like that scaled way, way more. So anyway, back to that. We're we're uh, we have no income. Uh, I'm scrapping together what I can. Uh, we were invited in the partner program. and YouTube used to be invite invite only. Okay. And so I got invited to that and. Um, just started teaching people how, uh, how to grow and
0: how long did it take you to be invited? By the way, I'm sure some people would want to know
1: that. Uh, back when it was invite only, um, you kind of had to know someone who knew someone and that's how I pulled some st- strings and kind of got in that way. Okay. But it was a very small program too. It was only like a couple hundred people in it when I was in it.
0: And you know? now what is it? You have to, it's, it's after hundred K. Uh, that...
1: It's after 1000 subscribers oh, 1, and 4,000 hours of watch time. Oh, you that's can, okay. Then you're eligible to be reviewed to enter the partner To program. be
0: partner is 1,000. Yeah. It used to be more than that, though, right? They, I think they lowered it. Uh, I think you're right. Um, actually, I don't remember. Okay, never. Did mind. they lower it? I, I thought so. I thought it was lowered to 1,000, but I thought you before it was like right. 10,000 or something. They have
1: so many different tiers for different, mm-hmm. different stuff, so I don't remember what it used to be. Okay. So anyway, um, uh, and so I, I, one day I get this email from this guy and that and i've been trying to just scrapping things together doing some youtube stuff here and some youth ministry speaking at like youth camps and stuff mm-hmm. like that there and um and we're just kind of barely scraping by and um This guy's like, I keep bumping into you on the internet. He's like, I bump into you for your youth ministry stuff as well as for your YouTube stuff. He's like, who are you? (laughs) So (laughs) I had this phone call with him and he owns a video production agency in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, And he's like, we want to start offering YouTube strategies to our clients that we make these videos for because we make the video. And then they're like, how can I grow this on YouTube? And like, we don't know how to do that. Can you come help? So I was like. I thought I was going to be a youth pastor. I was looking. I was just too gun shy. Like after being burned, I was like, Mm. I can't go back. I can't. I just. I didn't. So I took this job, and uh, it was exactly what I needed. It was a very healing experience. Um, uh, They, I could get into all that if you. I don't know how far in the rabbit trail you want to go. I do. I
0: want to. Wait. I mean, I really want to hear what you usually don't say.
1: Well, what I usually don't say is that what happened there. That job is. a lot of things that were just very foreign to me. One was like, Hey Tim, how much, how much do you feel like you need to make a year? And I was like, I think I could get by in like 45,000 a year. And we had, uh, wow. f- two kids at that time still. Yeah. And, um, he has seven children by the way. People. Yeah.
0: yeah. With, or no, they, we have
1: three at that time. Actually. Who if knows? I, I, I mean,
0: they're, you know, yeah. they're like everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. We had seven kids in eight years. But, Jeez. um, so we, we, uh, so they're like, no, Tim, like, you need to make, we're going to pay you 60. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, who does that? Like, I that's weird, that. you know? And then we got there and they have this thing every, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they, the company would buy lunch for all employees and their families. And so three times a week, all of our families, our wives, and our kids are all getting together for three lunch. Times, Yeah. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wow. And, um, and coming to the office was optional. But they offered food Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So, like, everyone was Everybody there on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, so and what happened was as you start sharing meals together with other families. Yeah, you can see where this is going. Totally. Yeah, like.
0: Genius, actually. Yeah. Business strategy. And I was like,
1: um, our wives are getting to know each other. Our kids are getting to know each other. We're talking about things that really aren't work-related, but, like, right. connection is happening. Yes. And, I, and I remember sitting there thinking, like. I wish this is what the church was like.
0: Oh my God. You know, like,
1: like the church is and I don't want to bash it necessarily. Sure. Although I'll, I will if you let me go long enough, but <laughs> like eventually <laughs> it's like, this is the type of community, like if the church is people, yeah. then this is kind of like, I, I'm down for this. Yes, And, and so, that's uh, kingdom
0: business. They may not have even been meaning to, but that's no, the they blueprint. They meant to. They yes. meant to. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were a Christian I didn't that at the time,
1: but yeah. Wow. Yeah. See,
0: I love that, that it was yeah. action based without the words and you just found out later, but that's yeah. operating in kingdom principles. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So, so good. anyway,
1: I was like, okay, there's, so anyway, what happened is, um, but I was only, so after a year there, I have a meeting. Um, they bring me the office and they're like, Tim, we love you, but we're no longer going to be going this direction with our business, the company. So um, you'll have a job for six more months and then you're gone. I'm okay. Like, Here we go again. So uh, I was like, uh, but then they said one of the guys, one of the partners of the business was like, um, but Tim, we think you should start a business doing for other people what you've done for us and for our clients. And I was like, I don't know anything about Business, you know, like, well, you know, you got six months, come use our Wi-Fi, come use our resources, like how can we help you get this thing started? And so wow. I was like, Okay. So um I had six months to go when I knew my income was gonna go to zero. And uh and and so I was like, all right, I gotta start this thing and get this full time income in six months. And so I started Video Creators. I created the channel. On, what year was this? Yeah. Yeah. This was uh, created on January second, two thousand thirteen. Okay. And my last day at the company was going to be was uh, June fifteenth, two thousand thirteen. Okay. And so uh, I I put together my own content strategy and started growing it and started selling. Um, uh, my first it was an ebook back then, but it's since been turned into a, a course. And, yes. Um, and uh, when my very last day. At, at that company um, uh, I was making a little bit of money but not enough okay you know? and so that night I had a call with a guy and uh, and he had heard about me through someone else a mutual contact and he's like yeah I heard you're looking like for a job we're looking for somebody to help us with YouTube stuff and um, and by the end of that call I had been reading a whole a bunch of books actually on like cause I, I'm just like a ministry like guy. I just wanna give things away. I don't really wanna like charge for it, you know. But I knew like I couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. And, you mouths uh, to feed. And I also learned people don't value your stuff if you don't charge so for it either. I learned true. that the hard way. But yes. that's a whole other story. Um, So now I have no problem charging people out the butt because I know they'll be way more likely to take advantage of and use it and actually get the results they want. And then I look better. They're more satisfied. It's good for everyone. It's the psychology behind it. It's true. But anyway, so this guy, I was reading this book called Pitch Anything. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to pitch myself to this guy. And so so we're having this this phone call. And uh, beginning, he was just kind of like, eh, you know, I don't. You know, I just want to like kind of help you. We need some stuff. By the end of the call, though, he was offering he offered me equity in the company, wanted to move my entire family out to San Francisco and uh, was, wanted to give me a leadership position in the company. And I was like, wow, this book works. <laughs> you know? like,
0: How long was the um, call? Uh,
1: it was like an hour and a half or something like wow. that. if I remember. Yeah. And, uh, and so I didn't do any of those things, but I did end up working with them. And then it was because of that relationship that night, then I got a $10,000 contract to do, uh, what for me took about like two days of work, you know, wow. to do that's when I started doing the Disney stuff and he started giving me the, he's like, uh, can you do Disney for us? Great. Can you do like HBO? Can you like, well, HBO is actually through something else, but you know, can you start doing all these, these brands for us? And, uh, and he's like, thank you so much. Tim this has been awesome. You saved this client for us. And you know, like, and, uh, wow. and so those were like $10,000 a pop for like what took me like two or three days worth of work to do. That's some and nice so, work. Yeah. So I went from like, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And then literally at night I'm like 10,000 bucks for three days and then they just kept coming and I went from doing $60,000 a year to $120,000 a year with way more free time than I ever had before. And I'm like, can I keep this up? <laughs> like how does, it, does this keep working this way? Does this right. scale infinitely? Right. Uh, turns out it doesn't. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah. That, and so um, one thing, I, I don't want to do the one thing after another. Let me not. Let me yeah, do yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, what happened is I started, my business was growing. I started getting attention. I started getting more sales. As I had to learn everything about like sales and marketing. And it, I was just like, I just want to help people with it. I don't, how I have to learn all this other stuff in order to do this thing. You I know. know.
0: Yeah. It's and were you like, like a one man band at yeah, that I point? Yeah, I was
1: at that time. Okay. And, uh, um, and uh, yeah, learning a lot about finance and business and, and sales and
0: internet marketing
1: and, and all that kind of stuff. And
0: um, did you ever feel like when you were doing that? Cause I know I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like this guy went to school at seminary, like he didn't get a business degree. You didn't mm-hmm. get a sales degree. You're self-educating and you've got pressure. Like what? You probably have like five kids by now. At well, that point. I was
1: homeschooled. I think that helped because I learned how to teach myself things, not just how to be taught things. So and valuable. so, yeah, I think that was really helpful for me, uh, in, in that season as well.
0: Um, did you ever have moments though, where you were like, how, how did I get here? And what do I, What am I doing? Can I even do this? Or were you like,
1: no, no I felt like that? there was no other option. OK, because I was like, I can't go work for someone else again. Like this is just, I don't want to keep doing this. You
0: had a taste of what it was like. Yeah, and I'm like back.
1: And the first the firing was terrible. That was I still actually am working through therapy or that. Be honest. Wow. You know? um, wow. But the thanks second for being vulnerable. That was like 10 years ago, you know, so like, this deal. stuff doesn't like just go away wow um and then and the second was a very like when they let me go that was a very supportive very opposite experience clearly yeah yeah. um they really set
0: you free is what they did can you imagine if they didn't ever let you go like you might still be working for them and i never would be able to glean off of your knowledge
1: yeah i don't know actually yeah think about Uh, that have you ever thought
0: about that like would you do you think you'd still be working for them if they never let you go
1: i don't know I don't know. I mean, that was what? How long ago? Was that? Eight years ago or something? No, I started video. Yeah, about nine years ago now. So, yeah, I don't know if I would have lasted nine years. I always need like a new mountain to climb. I need. Mm. So I get bored after a little while too. So I so don't. You know. have
0: an entrepreneurial spirit even yeah. when you didn't know you did. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Well, yeah, it was kind of birthed out of necessity too, but.
0: Right. That's the best.
1: Yeah. So I actually didn't have any money to, oh, I didn't have enough money to pay what I needed to do for business coaching. So one person reached out to me like, Hey, I want to grow my YouTube channel and I do internet marketing seminars. I'm like, well, let's barter. So I did a lot of bartering in the beginning. Okay. I'll give you YouTube coaching. You give me that. And that's, and she really helped me understand a lot about how to, um, set up sales funnels and sequences and all that kind of stuff and how to write sales emails and all that kind of stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. I learned a lot from her and, um, yeah. And so where we're at today, uh, I don't know if you would skip that far ahead, but I also no, that's okay. Questions.
0: I mean, if there's anything in between that, you, is there anything in between from that point where you were like making 10 G's for two hours of work to now, like then you were a one man band. Then you were like, how can I keep this up and then scale it? So f- going from then to now where you have how many people working for you now? now there's eight okay right eight employees all right so it's averaging basically like one yeah. a year right not counting contractors which you have well it didn't a bunch
1: scale of- like it, had, it hit a bell curve you know it was like I had it's just like a YouTube channel it was like in the beginning people would want to go instant to like a million dollars or million subscribers but there's so many skills you need to learn so same thing with me in business I had to learn so many things mm-hmm. uh, before I got to the point like okay this can take off and so it was doubling every year but by doubling I mean it went from like 120 to like 200 thousand you know like like whatever mm-hmm. and but then it was like a year five or six is when we hit the bottom of the bell curve and it was like oh now I got everything lined up the way it needs to be I can I know how to pull this off and so uh yeah and so that's when things really started taking off and um
0: what year was that you think
1: well let me see I gotta go backwards here so it was um 2022 so two thousand twenty probably like 2017 maybe. Okay. Um, and 16 to 17, something like that. Okay. And, um, and so, yeah, so my team, like I, I hired my first employee at, well, first contractor and then turned into employee cause I learned there was a difference. <laughs> <There> <laughs> you know? Is. I know, yes. but I, that's what I'm saying. I had a lot to learn. Yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, I got video editor and I got like an assistant and like a CPA and, and then like in one year, like we doubled, we went from zero to like two and then two to four. And then it was like four to like, uh, uh, six and then eight. And then we actually were at 10 this time last year. Um, but uh, a couple of people, uh, one of them started a business and which I was supportive the entire time. Like this is better for you and your family. Let me teach you everything I know. Let me coach you however I can. And then, um, June, january 1st she's like i'm ready to launch out on it i'm like
0: no but yes you know <laughs> that's so, so sweet um, but
1: anyway uh so Aww. now we have eight, eight eight employees
0: well i just want to know like between then and now was there any like defining were there any defining moments during that growth where you were like oh this is something that's really contributing to that growth or wow i really wish i knew this before
1: I don't know. I think it was more like this. The pattern for me has been like the thing that got me here isn't necessarily the thing that's going to get me in the next phase. So you like you learn the skill and you're like, OK, I got it. Like this is growing like I'm doubling and like this is all. This. But then like it doesn't scale infinitely. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets to this point. You're like, oh, like that's that's what you need to get from like zero to 100k mm-hmm. in revenue or or 100k to a million in revenue like that that like that works for that and um and so i'm honestly right now where i'm at is i'm bumping into the, again the limits of what i know that how to manage where we're at right now okay and i'm feeling a lot of the the pressures of that because now there's like eight people whose families depend on yeah. us for, you know that's like it's a big deal that's like all yeah that pressure is always there mm-hmm. and um and I'm like okay I got us to this point can i get us to like 10 million i don't know i got us to this but i don't i don't know like and, and, but what, what do I have the sacrifice to do that? Like at the beginning I was sacrificing a lot, but now we have seven kids, you yeah. know, like, can I continue to keep sacrificing and at that same pace? So, um, in 2020 I had a physical breakdown. Did I tell you about this? Oh. I think I did tell you about well, this. Well, yeah, but not on this. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we need
0: to, we need to, yeah, because so. I had the same, well, that's why we started talking. You, you shared that with me first conversation. Cause I was telling you what happened to me. Oh, and you I kind of like,
1: sensed immediately that. I felt like you were like, I think she's overdoing it, but I don't know <laughs> if that think? was true or not. But I was yeah. like, if I'm reading myself into her, that's yes. what I see. Yeah. Um, so that was
0: 2020 for you?
1: 2020. Yeah. It was uh, like September, I think, 2020, something like that. Okay. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I just had the, I felt like my my stomach was just clamping down on this double-edged knife. And wow. I couldn't, I couldn't like, I don't know. It was, I I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't stand. I was going to go to the hospital. Um, my wife, call, she wakes up. She calls the on-call doctor. He took like a half hour to get back to us. By that time, it was starting to subside. So I didn't go in, but I did get checked out later. And went and saw a therapist, too. And yeah. both the, the doctor and the therapist are like, this seems like a stress-induced. Like, do you have anything stressful going on in your life? And I'm like, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't Take feel stressed. Like, I'm not that person that like, I don't right. feel like, I don't yeah. emotionally feel stressed. I don't feel like out of my mind, out of control or anything. Yeah. But my body was absorbing the stress and i just didn't notice and wow. realize that you yeah know. i relate yeah so i uh so after that there's a couple of things like the business was growing a lot and, uh, we homeschool our children so like and i do the homeschooling so like doing that and we uh, uh and my wife and i at that time were going through some marital things as well that were um that were pretty heavy, heavy yeah. and mm-hmm. uh and so all of that just combined them like my body is literally like i'm done it broke wow you know? and uh And so, um, at that point I, I, I took the gas, my foot off the gas pretty significantly for the, for the, for the business. And, um, I stopped making YouTube videos, honestly, because, and I was like, can I do this? And I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter because the business is here to serve our family, not the other way around, you know? Wow. Good for you for remembering that. Yeah. Uh, we, I took, I, I stopped doing that, which, Honestly, after like, I think I've done 4,500 videos across nine channels, <laughs> you know, so I was like at over Jeez. nine years. So it was kind of, you I thought know, I did a lot. Anyway.
0: That's stupid videos. Yeah. It was, My it was gosh. a lot. Uh,
1: and I really enjoyed it, but anyway, so <laughs> your
0: stomach didn't, no, at yeah, no, that point.
1: So we, we backed off a lot on those types of things and, yeah. um, and so I just really focus a lot on like um, going through counseling and therapy, learning things like self care. I'm like self care, like that's yeah. For, what is that? that's for people who are like you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, like, and for me, I was at such a bad place that for me, self care just meant. And you can laugh at me; it's okay. I won't take it personally. For me, all it meant was sitting down for five minutes at the end of the day after the kids were in bed. And, and and drinking a sugar-free Zevia soda. I love Zevia. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like... But I could... I'd be like, this is a dollar right here. I shouldn't be drinking... Like a dollar a can. Uh, and I'm like, I can't expensive. be doing... Th-. And I'm like, what is... Like...
0: A yeah. dollar,
1: a can, like, what is that going to do to our financial situation? Right. Nothing. But right. I had so much baggage from, like, when my wife and I got married, I was making 14600 a year, oh and I thought that was going to be, like, it, so I had, like, very different mentality, and yes. so it was, like, all these different things I had to, like, work through, and, um,
0: do you feel like that's worthiness too? Though I feel like I feel like for me, I I think the same. We are cut from the same cloth, and for me, I'm sorry. I know <laughs> I'm sorry too. I feel like there's a lot of shame though in that. Like you said, I should, and should is shame. I'm a big fan of Brene Brown, and and I've been through a journey too, and and I I feel when I do that, guilt. Not just for what I'm doing. Like if it's for me getting acupuncture or massage, I feel guilt over the money spent. I also feel guilty of the time spent because for some reason others are worthy of it, but I am not like, it's okay for me to do for someone else. But did you feel that in that moment? Like, like, was it hard for you to get Um, past that?
1: I feel like I'm in therapy right now. What was I feeling? (laughs) I don't remember. I. You well, said like I, you shouldn't I, be yeah, drinking it felt, this. It felt just weird for me to take time for myself and do something just for me. Yeah. And that was really foreign to me. Rest was foreign to me too. Which yes. Is, Sabbath same. has been huge for us, which I'm happy to go into if you want. But that like the same thing. Like, I couldn't go 24 hours without checking my work email. And, and for me, Sabbath, the first time I tried it was just like, Okay, I'm just going to do that. No work email for 24 hours. That's it, you know. But hitting, my mind is racing, and I'm like, I can't yeah. stop, and I like building a mental checklist. Everything I got to do when I get back to work, and I. So I don't. I, I, maybe worthy is worthiness is the right way to put it. I think what, what the language I put to it is like my sense of identity. Was wrapped up in what I do, oh my gosh. not in who I am.
0: Oh my gosh! You know? And but for those people in the back who don't know what, who are you? Like, where where does your identity really lie? My
1: Identity came from. Uh, just I say I it. I can't say it publicly, but I, I can, but not not recorded. But who's your identity now? Okay,
0: uh, fair. But
1: not. I'm, but it's not. I'm not trying to hide it. It's just something that implicates a whole bunch of other. People and it's not just my story, okay. and so I want right. to try to be respectful of that. But where is um, your
0: identity line now?
1: Um, now I will say I'm not there yet, but where I'm trying to get to is uh, a son who's created in the image of God. There you go. You know, and that's way easier to say than actually believe. You Correct. Know? I think I believe that maybe like a four or five now, uh-huh. and I'm trying to get to like a six or seven, and uh, and and I have good days and bad days. Right. But, but before my identity was wrapped up in like, what do I do? And, and I really needed that validation yes. from other people to be like, Tim, you are valuable to me. Mm. You like, you are needed. Yes. Like, thank you. You matter. Especially after being fired, you know, a couple of times and, yeah. uh, and other things from childhood growing up and things too. So, yeah. um, but then when I was like, Oh, there's a reason why the fourth commandment is remember the Sabbath day and keep, keep it, it holy, right? Yeah, and we don't do that. And like, in fact, yeah. in our culture today, is a badge of honor to like oh run gosh. yourself into the ground, oh my right? Gosh, you're using those words, and oh uh, sorry, yeah. I don't know that triggering. But it's in a
0: song I wrote. I mean, you're literally like it's oh. same cloth. Cut. Anyway, keep yeah, going. Yeah, so, badge of honor, right? Fizziness so is a badge of honor. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's not though. It's a badge of sickness. It is. You know, it really but, is. But everyone applauds it, and we feel like our identity and value comes from that. And so, whether oh my it, grind. Whether it's singing and performing, or whether it's like getting people billions of views on YouTube, or like whatever, it's in. It's built into us. We all want to feel like significant. We want to feel valuable. We want to feel loved. We want to feel worthy. We want to feel respectable. Like we all we crave matter. and need those things yep. um and so we will go we will do whatever we need to do to get those things yep and if you don't if you're coming from a, a sick place and i don't mean that in a derogatory way right. but like in a not a healthy way place. yeah, yeah. broken is a better word yeah then then you fill those needs in broken ways yep and it just takes years of counseling and therapy and working through stuff to be like okay it's okay for me to take a break. And, and now like my, our kids for Sabbath, for example, we do a, um, a traditional Sabbath where it's Friday night to Saturday night. Awesome. Um, and, uh, Friday night is a big celebratory meal of all the good work that we want. The sayings in our house is good work brings good reward.
0: Nice. And
1: so, uh, we have a big celebratory meal about, uh, you know, all the work that we did and, uh, how God blessed us. And, and then we have like this thing with a candle, or, like a little song and the, I really hard. Yeah. Wait. And Shabbat Shalom. So it's good. You do
0: the Shabbat Shalom song? Yeah. yeah. That's the fall.
1: Clapping stuff with the kids. Yes. And, and uh, uh, I pray a blessing over my sons. My wife plays a, prays a blessing over our daughters. Um, How cool! And we uh, have this little candle that has significance meeting that we do and things, and and then we just go have, and then we have this great meal, and then we just rest. We play board games. We watch a family movie. We go to the park or whatever for 24 hours, and I don't check work. I put my phone in airplane mode. Sometimes, not all the time, but you know, um, but yeah, not, nothing work related. And then every other Shabbat Sabbath, we do a um, open house Shabbat, so it's just open. Open to anyone in our community who's like wants to come join us and is curious what the sabbath thing is they come so it's it's it went from being like this oh i can never do this thing to one of the most life-giving wow. rhythms for me and our family and for training our kids in this as well so um yeah it really is like our the, my identity is now more deeply rooted in the story like God has placed me in It's not my story. I am a tree in a story about a forest, right? It's like, this is God's story. And this wow. is like, I am planted into this story and I'm a supporting character to his story and so what role do I play to support that story and so it just kind of takes a lot of
0: pressure off you know and it's one
1: thing to say that but what I really mean is like you got to believe that
0: and live it and deepening
1: faith is not what we do in church today it's all about like learning more information yeah it's like oh we went deep we learned about this thing in Isaiah I never heard of before I'm like okay well how did that change your faith or impact and like oh and how do you apply it yeah it Mm -hmm. didn't really change anything so like it was like it needs to like we know these things, but how do we just deepen our belief in those things? So I don't get it off on a tangent. But
0: no, that's so good. There you go. That's... Something,
1: something in there might be helpful. I don't know.
0: All of it. <laughs> all of it's So good. I, I love that you. Really go the distance with your family. I love that you take that extra step because I think intentional parenting is really a lost art. And the fact that you do influence so many lives, you're a leader of leaders, really, and you influence so many lives. I think of you as a perfect real living example of the five loaves and the two fish right you 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 start off with this seed. I like
1: bread better more than fish so I like the, what I'll, I like bread more than fish So I'll be the, I'll be the bread
0: <laughs> you be the five loaves I like fish so sure we'll, we'll, we'll I don't think I'll it's be ever been fit.
1: cooked well for me I think it's a problem
0: I'll make you some fish yeah. I, I make good fish <laughs> especially salmon but no I, I think that you've taken that seed of like I just want to you know introduce my parents to my girlfriend and and you were consistent and you kept up with it and God blessed that. Like you, you really stepped into an open door. I'm all about that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm all about looking and seeing what doors are open and, and you stepped into it. And I think God blessed that because sometimes we don't see we all the time. We don't see the path ahead of us. Right. But when you walk in integrity and, and you, you walk uprightly, there's blessing in that. And the fact that you then, walked through those doors out of necessity yes but you did it with integrity and you did it consistently and you showed up And also when you got sick, allowed yourself to be ministered to during that time and take the gas off. That takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of faith. And I know you felt like you had to. I
1: had to. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what would have happened to my family if I didn't. Well, some
0: people don't, though. I mean, that's how people get heart attacks. That's how people get strokes. That's how people die, you know, and and then they're or incapacitated for this. You didn't have to. Mm -hmm. But you allowed yourself to because you listened to what was needed. And, and I think, yeah, you might struggle with value and self-worth as I do as well. But you you did value yourself and your family enough and trust God provision enough to take the foot off the gas. And I know you felt like you had to, but that was that was a big step.
1: So another story I don't tell very often is, is that there's a, one of the things our family does is lean in, we're leaning into the, and this will be, controversial but i'll say it anyway we're leaning especially uh, mostly among among christians unfortunately but it's uh it's we're leaning into the uh seven festivals biblical festivals oh cool and uh not in like a legalistic religious way but like hey we, we used to see how much life there was in sabbath we're like what else is here? <laughs> you know yeah. that could be life giving, and and what if like these weren't just like some old things that were true long ago, but like could gotta be something that was more timeless and actually had like still have value for us today. We didn't know, so we decided to lean into some of this stuff, and so um, a lot of things with like Passover and Sukkot and things. So anyway, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it was um, Two years ago, Yom Kippur, which they'd never done that before. Yom Kippur is uh, when the the cleansing of the temple, yeah. which would be like, uh, yeah, the sacrifices and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, um, and we're like, well, I believe that our, our body is now the temple of the Holy Spirit. You yeah. know? So like, how do I need to cleanse this temple? And so it was through Yom Kippur of uh, praying and fasting that something in me just kind of flipped. And I'm like, that's that was the moment that I'm like. Family, like this has gotta come first and wow. um and not just the family. The family's always like first in air quotes, but it was like Yes and Air Quotes. It was, um but like there's some things in me that I just know deeply that are deep in me that need to be rooted out. And so it was our first time doing Yom Kippur, just a prayer and fasting and stuff, and my wife and I connected at the end. We're like, was that for you? What do you think? You know, like first time and so I kinda told her some of the stuff that came up for me and and uh and then that's when I'm like, I, I'm going to go to counseling and get some help here. And um, and then that, uh, yeah. And so that was kind of the thing that flipped. That was like, so it wasn't just like a, I decided I'm going to, but it was, it was like prayer and fasting did it. Wow. Uh, and there was something in that that was like, I can more clearly now see the thing that needs to change. And then that had a ripple effect on everything. Else.
0: So you you've, I think that, What you're saying is that like you had to take a step back, but, but then there were things that were revealed that you, you knew you needed to take out. And as you're working on that, I feel like now, at least from what I know of you, you have a lot of balance in your life. Like you seem holistically healthy on a family and a work life balance. Would that be accurate?
1: Depends on if you ask me or my wife, (laughs) (laughs) you're asking me. I don't really think of it in terms of balance. I think of it in terms of priority. Okay. So there's a red line, and some things will just fall below the red line, and that's just the way it is. You okay. know? So there's a lot of things we don't do as a family that most normal families do, and uh, I mean that's just that's fine with us, you know. So mm-hmm. there's like <clears throat> there's some things that like this is the most important community relationships, uh, wife and I doing date night, you know, things like that. Like that just we know that if we don't do these things, like it just leads to other bad places. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like, yeah, it's not balance. We just kind of like put the first things first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what, and that's what I'm leading to my next season of business. I said, like the skills I got me here won't be getting me there. The one I need to really learn right now in this season of where I'm uh, both in the family and what's next is like, what's the one thing that if you focus on this one thing that all the other things become easier or irrelevant, you wow. know? Like that's what a is? question. Yeah, I stole it from you a book know the called answer? The One Thing.
0: Oh, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. a book? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a book called The One Thing. Okay. Uh, or I'm no, is it called Essentialism? No, they're both of them are basically the same book. but um, Okay. Yeah, one of those two. Uh, and
0: uh, Do I you know, know the answer to about, the question?
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like you, um, there's We have usually like 15 one things. But we, it requires, like, prioritizing based on values, based on, like, what we're trying to accomplish and what we want to do and, and where we're trying yeah. to go and who we're doing it with. Like, is, you got to be like, what's the one thing that if I, if I did this one thing, all the other things become easier or irrelevant? And so that's the thing that I'm doing in my business now. There's so many things I could do. But like, what's the one thing? If I pull this one lever, turn this one knob, every it changes. everything, has the biggest impact on everything else. So doing that in my personal life, with my family, and uh, with with business and things. Um, so so what is going that? Going back one to balance, thing? it's not like uh, I'm trying to do all the levers. Yeah. I'm like these are above the red line. Everything else just doesn't happen, and that's just the way it is.
0: Okay. So there isn't just. I mean, can there just really be an actual one thing, or you've just created like? There
1: can be a one thing. It's just really hard to choose.
0: (laughs) Is it a daily choice or is is it for you a quarterly thing? For me, it's a
1: quarterly choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's all. I could do a daily, but I do it quarterly. Like here's, I just think bigger or think better big picture mm-hmm. like vision type of stuff, not necessarily like many details. I get lost in all those. Yeah. Hire good people to do that for you. <laughs> yes, So do that. Uh, I think better in terms of quarterly, okay. but you could do it daily, I suppose.
0: I really like that. And I think that kind of gives people a sense of like, okay, I don't have to do all the things every day. Just that one thing, that kind of idea of 1% better mm-hmm. every day. So if you, if you as a, a very successful business owner now who has a really cool story of redemption from being fired and, and God really coming in and creating your own destiny and you walking through that. Like, I'm sure people listening to this, cause I've told my story and it's, it's kind of similar with, with doors and opening and stuff. Like if you could tell people who are listening, maybe a couple, maybe one to three things that, that they should be Asking themselves, maybe maybe some questions that they should be asking themselves. And I know I'm putting you on the spot because I didn't asking tell themselves you for what end, what goal. Um, for like, if they're if for any goal, like a lot of people that watch me are singers. They want to be singers, or they are hopeful entrepreneurs themselves, you know, um, they've got, a, they got big dreams, but they really don't know how to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. They're confused. They need help. If, are there some, a few tips or any questions that would be productive for them to ask themselves to help them on their journey? And this probably should have been something I asked you like ahead of time, but it just well, came
1: the first thing that comes to mind is the identity thing just because I love that. Like you can do all the right things, but if you're doing them for the wrong reasons, it's the wrong thing, Ooh. and it leads to an unhealthy place, yeah. You know? Yeah, so on the outside, I was a pastor doing all the right things, but on the inside, I was craving value, and when parents of other people's kids would be like thank you for what you're doing for our family I'm like I'm valuable to this family now you know and so yes. like 95% of what I was motivated by in ministry was actually like I just want to feel valuable oh, and not necessarily man. like this calling I, I, I thought it was but I, looking back now I can see more clearly what it was so wow, that's just like I don't know how you get to a place where you can see stuff like that other than you just get kicked a bunch of times and then you're like this isn't working <laughs> you know and then yeah. and then you're um. so I guess I'd say that I, I'd say two there's um, there's sometimes like especially in Christian world there's like the stigma around therapy and counseling mm-hmm. and it's like there shouldn't be like what more amazing thing is there where you go into this room and you tell someone your problems and you leave like a better person <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so how true. Is that?
1: Like, but but we ha- but we all try to be perfect and put on these facades right. and like this you know something's and like, wrong. You're broken if you need like therapy. That. Yeah. It's literally like nobody. And I think that's part of well anyway, I don't want to get off track. Okay. So <laughs> it's um, so true
0: though. I agree with you. So identity and not being afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Therapy. Sounding yeah. boards. Yeah.
1: And then um I guess this is what's coming to mind for me. Uh so it's like, what's the number one thing that you just can't say no to? it would probably be healthy to say no to that thing for a while wow. just for the sake of being like, I'm not controlled by that thing. Um, or like I need to take a rest. I need to take a break from that. Or like, um, and, and so usually what I do to, Oh, no, you got the audio, but finish. Yeah. But, but usually, so what, what I, um, tell people is just like, I just want you to go 24 hours without checking your cell phone, just, oh, just 24 hours. Like that's all you got to do. And they're like, no, like literally put it on a drawer and, ju- and people don't know what to do with themselves f- yeah. for 24 hours, you know? Yeah, It's like their brains are so connected to, and not, I'm not anti-device by any means, but I think like if that's just where Sabbath starts for someone and then you experience the life that comes, you're like, oh, and then your brain starts being forced to like find new ways to find enjoyment and pleasure and things about yeah. people and stuff. And so, I don't know, that's what comes to mind for me.
0: I I think those three things are amazing. And I agree with all of those points. Um, The last thing is a difficult one for sure. Because, you know, you work on your phone and it's a justification of keeping your phone. That's why you put it away. So you stop
1: work and you rest.
0: Right. But in your head, you're like, oh, I'm working, so I should be on my phone. And I can be on my phone because I'm working. Well,
1: a lot of people play on their phone too, which is why sometimes I don't put an airplane mode because I have two games I like playing. But for the most part, I just try like not to do that. And right. g- there's like a a, a, um, a game store near us that has tons of board games for rent. And so I just go in there, I'm like, I got these like kids and this is our age. Can you just recommend a game? It's five bucks to rent the board oh, game cool. for two weeks. So I'm like, perfect. And so we ran a bunch of board games, go home, and they taught us how to play them before we leave. And so we go home and play them. Or we can play them right there, too. It's free. That's super cool. Yeah, just stuff like that. It's just way more fun. And it sets a good example for our kids that you you don't experience life in a device. Ooh, that rhymes. You experience (laughs) life outside of the device.
0: (laughs) You're such a cool guy Tim not just like I admire you so much on a personal level even more than a business level and there's so much to admire on a business level so thank you so thank much you. for being on yeah. I think this was really valuable for my listeners um on this so I'm grateful for it's your like time Thank you yeah. yeah yeah god bless you Thank you Yeah you too Thanks so much for listening to Truth with Tara. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future podcast episodes, don't hesitate to email info at yeah, I that you don't gotta-